everyone, this is Des from According to Des and welcome to my podcast where I interview people from around the world with passions, hobbies, or side hustles, trying to live their best lives by following their dreams and pursuing their goals. So get ready to be inspired by today's travel couple, Corey and Karen from Get Out and Travel. They are such an inspirational couple. They have been traveling around the world together for years and they have a really great website and a really great Instagram where they give everybody travel tips and how they can travel as a couple as well. Their pictures are so fun and authentic and I really enjoy looking at their account. It's really, really nice to see. So get ready for today's episode. I'm so excited. Here are Karen and Corey. Hello, Karen. Karen and Corey from Get Out and Travel. Thanks so much for joining me today. So I'm so excited to talk to you guys because you are a travel couple and you travel all over the world together. Yes, we sure do. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I'm excited. I wanted to talk to you guys because a lot of people find traveling as a couple to be challenging. And, you know, you guys have been to really cool places and you guys have jobs and kids. So I wanted to see how that works for you guys. Let's start from the beginning. How did you guys meet? How long have you been together? We met 375 years ago, it seems like, (laughs) in Barnes and Noble. We literally ran into each other and started talking and then it went from there. Oh, wow. Actually, been about 16 years ago. 16 years. Oh my gosh. And how many kids do you guys have? We have two. Two. How old are they? We have a 24 year old and a 17 year old. So we are a blended family. Okay. Okay. When did you guys start traveling together? What gave you guys that idea to travel the world together? How did that start? Well, we just both generally, it's one of the things we found interesting in each other is the love of travel and different cultures and things. So not internationally, but we almost immediately started traveling together. I think within the first year, I know we went to the Maryland, D.C. area and New New York York City City. within the first year of us starting to date. And then it just kind of grew from there. Just the love of travel and experiencing new and different things and different cultures and different people. One of the things that drew us to each other. And then we just kind of grew from that seed. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's great. And so were you living, I know you're in Florida now, were you living in South Carolina when you met? We sure were. We're originally from Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. So a real neat, interesting place, but we love it here in Florida now. Oh, great. And I grew up in Florida a little bit. I was in the Boca, West Palm Beach area when I was- Oh, we live in Palm Beach Gardens. Oh, okay. Yeah. My dad is in Boca now and my mom is in Boyden Beach, so- Oh, cool. Basically neighbors. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I'm down there quite a bit visiting. I moved to Florida when I was five and I moved back to New York when I was 12. So I lived there for a few years. Awesome. Yeah, very nice. It's very nice. When did you guys move to Florida from South Carolina? Three years ago in 2017, um, oh, wow. Corey got relocated here with his job. So okay, and what do you guys do for work? Well, I do this this uh, blog, and I'm a travel agent. She also keeps the household straight. And <laughs> yeah. Those of us who are still in the household, she tries to keep us straight. Oh, <laughs> having a teenager in the house, yeah, I'm sure that's a lot yeah. of work. <laughs> and I'm a pharmaceutical representative for a, a global company. I have a home office, but I'm out talking to doctors on a daily basis. Oh, okay, great. And so Karen, does your job being a travel agent, does that allow you to travel more? Do you get like special deals and things like that? Yeah, there are some things that, uh, some deals that I can get, uh, but it's, I do it just as a part-time thing just to help, you know, friends and family. It's more of a hobby. Gotcha. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And how long have you been doing that for? 
Um, actually, I just started with my cousin um, within the past year, but I've kind of been doing it for people just on my own for a while, helping plan people's trips and things like that. I'm now with a big, big, big company. So. Okay. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. So you guys have been traveling together for 16 years, basically. How did Get Out and Travel start your travel blog, Instagram, everything? Well, for about the past 10 years or so, everybody has been like, you've got to write a travel blog. You've got to write a travel blog and just on and on because we've done some crazy things that most people haven't even been. We've been places people haven't heard of. And we finally just decided we're going to do it. And it was last July 4th, we started putting it all together. That's where it came from. And it has just really blown up and it's been so much fun to do. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. So I met you guys. Basically, I've been following you on Instagram and I love your page and you have been to some really cool places. How many countries have you guys been to? We have been to 25 countries so wow. far in the past, probably about really 10 years, 10 years yeah. because okay. when our kids were little, it was a little bit tougher to, you know, take them around and things. But as yeah. soon as they were able to pull their own suitcase, we were dragging them around. <laughs> oh, wow. So they went out of the country with you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And how many states have you been to? Do you know? I just say most of them. I don't know. Most yeah, them. we haven't been to Hawaii or Alaska, but we've been to most everywhere. Yeah, else. most yeah. everywhere else. Oh, wow. Very cool. So how do you pick where you guys are going to go? We generally, <laughs> unless there's like some awesome deal somewhere, we kind of almost take turns and it's more or less about a region that we want to visit as yeah. opposed to a specific city or destination. So we know we want to go to Africa. We want to know we want to go to Northern Europe. We know we haven't visited Germany yet. We'll narrow it down by a region or a country or something to that effect and then begin to do research and figure out what areas in that region are most attractive to us and mm -hmm. gonna provide us with uh, what we wanna get out of the trip. And then we go from there and we start planning. We do a little bit of all kinds of travel too though, because sometimes we'll go all out and you know, we've chartered a yacht in Greece or we'll stick to a budget and we'll do a VRBO somewhere. It just really depends on what we're trying to get out of the trip and how many trips we have planned for a certain year. And because Corey has stricter vacation time and whatnot, that kind of dictates what we do as well. When you guys started traveling, how did you balance, I'm sure now over the years you have more of an idea of how to do it, but how did you start balancing kids and travel and work? The kids' school schedules dictated more of what we did because we don't do homeschool or anything. So that kind of dictated what we did. We do try to avoid the larger crowds at times. That plays into it as well. Yeah, so what we would typically do is we would try to shoulder a trip around the school holiday, whereas particularly when uh, our daughter was younger and it wasn't as important that she'd be in school every day, we may take her out two or three days before a holiday and then travel those days as well as throughout the holiday and maybe a day on the back end that she misses school or something like that. And uh, our older son was able to accommodate that as well. We would be in a location most of the time and it would be not a like a location where everybody was gonna go over the holiday. We would be there, it would be less crowds, and it, we would also be there some days before the crowds arrived, and it maybe get a little crowded in the middle and then die out before we return home. Gotcha, and how was it traveling with your two kids? Like Karen said, um, the first time we took them to Europe, Chloe was in 
first grade or kindergarten and wow. she barely pulled her um, check bag and she's a trooper and she got right in there and did it. And then our older son and they're both interested in culture and things now. And I think it's been done them a really good service introducing them to that younger. They both love to travel now mm -hmm. and our oldest has done it independently at most of his school breaks from college. Oh, and wow. he's been to China. He's been to Thailand, Thailand. Central Mexico. Just yeah, he spent a lot of time in Central Mexico, and yeah, I think we rubbed off on him. <laughs> wow, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like you guys really influenced them. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow, so I'm sure they appreciate all the travel you guys did when they were younger. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's great. Now as they're older and they're, your teen's almost an adult, do you guys still travel together? Yeah, um, we were actually supposed to be in Paris right now. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. The three yeah. of us. Yeah. So, but what we typically try to do, especially for a larger trip, a trip to Europe or something of that magnitude, we would do almost like every other one would be a family trip. Like yeah. if, if we went over Christmas and we took the whole family, then the next time we went somewhere in the spring of the summer, it'd probably just, just be Karen Just and I. us. So oh, that's, that's kind of the way and that's so much easier now that the kids are older because Chloe, she can stay by herself and we don't have to worry about, mm. and she can drive. So she, we don't have to worry about getting a sitter or who's Corey's parents coming to stay. So it's much easier now that, especially that they're older. That's great. And do you find that when they were younger that your travel slowed down? Is it picking up more now or has it maintained consistently? Pretty much the same. It's pretty much okay. consistent. But I do anticipate it increasing once Chloe goes to college a little bit. We'll have a little more free time. And, There's this and thing, like this that. website, I don't know yeah. if you've heard of it. It's called Scotch Cheap Flights. So everybody listening, write that down. Scotch Cheap Flights. Oh, great. It's a subscription. So we pay to join it every year. I think it's like 50 bucks or something like that. They have these incredible deals. Like we were supposed to be in Paris right now. Yeah. I think I got those upgraded flights. We upgraded our seats for 500 bucks a ticket. And then Chloe was in regular economy or whatever. And her ticket was like 300 bucks. Oh, so wow. I, I think Scotch Cheap Flights is really going to dictate a lot of our fun travel. Just an extra trip here or there. Just because the deals are so fantastic. Wow, that's amazing. So what other tips do you have for people that aspire to travel and they have kids and jobs? Well, one of the things is flexibility. That's kind of ironic when you say people have kids and jobs, but if you have the mental flexibility and you find it important to travel and experience new things, then you can figure out ways to do it. We've always done like, if the holidays are approaching, we don't have anything concrete planned to go do with family or friends or anything. If we see a deal on a last minute all-inclusive vacation or a last minute cruise or whatever. Especially being in Florida, we can do the last minute cruises really that's, easy. That's true. Even when we were in South Carolina. Yeah, that's true. If we can pick up, pack up the car and get there within a couple of days and take off, then that's what we'll do. And we just have that experience, just knowing that we're going to get so much out of it that it's worth our ability to go and do that last minute. Yeah. And, and with a last minute trip too, you have to be really open-minded and know that you're going to have a hiccup. Something's going to go wrong. <laughs> and you just have to know that going into it, that you're still in an amazing location and you're still seeing something incredible. You just have to roll with it. Do you have any examples that you can remember where just everything was going wrong, but you still tried to have fun? Really? You know, honestly, we, we have, because 
travel is not perfect. It's not super glamorous. Like yes. it's, you know, a lot of people want to fantasize that it is. We just have a different mindset and we really try to go into it with a positive outlook. Just roll with it. It's, it's not all bad. We're traveling. We're so lucky. So that's just kind of the mindset that we have. I remember one specifically. We, <laughs> we, we took a, uh, a last minute all inclusive to um, a nice resort in Mexico. Uh, Tobias was in college, I think, early on, and he was traveling with friends. Karen and Chloe and I went and took this trip to this Mexican all-inclusive, and we were going to be there for approximately a week. About the first or second night, we got a bug, and it was not pleasant. We That could have <laughs> ruined our whole trip, but it was just oh, like, no. and it kind of went, it wasn't a simultaneous thing. It went from one yeah, person to the other person to the other person. But we oh, just... No in and took care of each other and like oh we're still here yeah. it's an amazing resort and maybe we don't feel good yeah today. we went for a bike ride in town and the chain came off chloe's bike <laughs> and every day it was one thing after the other but we never really looked at it like that no. we never let it get us down because hey we're in mexico and it's beautiful and, and we're it's, having fun and it's, yeah and it's all inclusive and there were a lot of drinks so oh, you know wow well, that's amazing. I guess there's no better place to be sick than at a nice resort, huh? I know, yeah. <laughs> so, I well, I love your guys' mindset because something like that could really just ruin a person's trip, but you guys are so positive and easygoing. Wow. You gotta be. So tell me about this get out and travel, your blog, your Instagram. Oh, it's awesome. The funny part about it is, is we haven't even put in a quarter of the content that we have. Sometimes it can get so overwhelming when you make an Instagram post and you have 200 people comment on it and you're trying to respond and everything. So I feel like that since we've grown to so many followers, it slowed me down quite a bit from posting, but oh my gosh, it's so much fun. And we have so many places to still write about and entries to do on the blog and- mm -hmm. And that, there are things, there are times we kind of divide and conquer when we started out. So Karen had Instagram she focused on as well as Facebook in the beginning. And I was going to do the Twitter updates as well as the typing of content into the blog. And sometimes work gets crazy on my end, Twitter and the blog kind of get delayed or <laughs> fall behind a little bit. But Karen's been very, very diligent about making sure the Instagram I don't think Facebook's such a, a hotbed anymore, but making sure that Instagram is up to date and she's staying on top of things and going forward. And that's actually what's contributed to all the growth and the opportunities is Karen's diligence with Instagram. And it's just one of those things, if you're dedicated to it, you got to understand that there are going to be ebbs and flows and there are days when it can be frustrating when she's just responding to these posts all day and all day and it's like, what's going on? And, you can't see it as the third party or the partner. You don't really understand what's going on. So you just kind of have to trust that it's going to be beneficial in the long run and just keep at it. Right. Yeah, that's great. So it must take a lot of time then to respond yeah. to everybody. And, yeah. a lot of <laughs> and even just posting the pictures and your stories, like your pictures are great and they're so fun and cute. So that's really nice. Well, and Corey's thing with the pictures, he does not believe in editing. So oh, the pictures okay. are, as you can see, they are what they are. And it oh, was wow. usually most of the time taken with one of our phones. Oh, so, okay. and that's been my compromise to him. There's no filters. I want no filters on these pictures. Oh, so wow. our pictures are true, true pictures. There's no editing or uh, filters on them. Well, that's great. It's so authentic. Yeah. And it's really like people could see the real place and how it really yeah. looks. So yeah, that's yeah. amazing. 
So I know it's kind of hard to choose, but do you guys have a favorite place that you've been? This little yeah. island in Greece called Paros, P-A-R-O-S. It's uh, close to Mykonos. It's like a smaller where more of the Greek locals go, and it's like a smaller Mykonos, and it is fabulous. I would go back there in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, wow. How about you, Corey? I'd say my favorite place so far, that trip would be my favorite trip, but my favorite place would be Barcelona. I would say that that's been my favorite place, and that would be the one that I would want to go back to most frequently and spend the most time in, just because of everything, the architecture, the food, the people, the things to see and do. What I would say I was most surprised by is, is Paris. I don't know, I had a mental block or a prejudgment. I just felt like it was gonna be a French version of New York City or something. Felt like it was something we needed to see and do, but I was a little averse that I wasn't gonna really like it. But I actually really, really loved it. And like Karen said, we were planning to be there right now, except for the- um, Flight cancellation. COVID-19 COVID, COVID <laughs> and, and everything is going on around the world. And that's much more important. We felt like it was so important and it, it impressed me so much. We wanted to take Chloe there. And so she could see it for her first time. And we were excited to see what her responses were gonna be. And we'll get there with her at some point in time. And our eldest has been there on a trip on his own with his yeah. friends, so. He's almost um, traveled to as many countries as we have. Yeah. Um, wow. on yeah. yeah. So, yeah. He does wow. I feel the same way though. I didn't think I was gonna like Paris. I felt the same way. I was like, this is just gonna be like New York City where I'm from. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it's not gonna be interesting, but I did, I loved it, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's magical. Yeah. And how about most romantic place? Because you guys are a travel couple and a lot of people, a lot of couples want to go somewhere romantic. Do you have a most romantic trip? Probably mean? Paris. Yeah. 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 Because Paris can be anything you want it to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and it can be, it is romantic. It can be a family trip. You can, you can make Paris be anything you want it to be. Oh, great. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So did you guys traveling as a couple, is that hard? Do you guys fight or argue? I mean, you both seem really easygoing, but did you have any challenges in the beginning with traveling together? Sometimes a little bit. Um, I think I'm probably, I grew up traveling. I'm a little more well-traveled than Corey is. I mean, of course he's catching up with me. He's saying <laughs> no, shaking his head now. But sometimes when I'm just going and he'll stop and he'll just look at me like, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, come on, you can do it. Keep up, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a small part of it but what it also is is personality differences and everybody has them i'm more of a person i want to take in the sites and see the people and things like that and karen's more we got a schedule we got to stick to we need to get to this place at this time we got to rush past these things so we can get to that thing and i'm more like well but what about there's this we didn't even consider looking at let's let's take five minutes and look at this. And she's like, no, 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 we gotta go. So we do kind of butt head sometimes about those things, but it's all in the beauty of travel and the beauty of the trip. And Our two personalities really make it work. Yeah, and without the extensive discussion about it, it always works out that we also discover something new, which is what my personality is kind of uh, looking for when these slowdown moments she's getting onto me about. And we also see all the things that are of importance that she wants to see as well, so it works yeah. out. It's never a big to do or a big fight. It's always a 
five minute, well, we need to hustle so we can do this. And I'm like, well, you know, but what about this? That'll still be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very similar with me and my boyfriend. He's like, oh, let's go to this cafe to eat. I'm like, it's not on the schedule. <laughs> so I'm, I'm similar. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. But then it'll end up being the most wonderful meal or, or best cup of coffee right. or whatever that you've ever had. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a good balance. It sounds like you two really balance each other out, which is nice. Yes, we absolutely do. Yeah. So how does traveling affect your relationship? Do you feel like it strengthened it or improved it in any way? I think it definitely makes it more interesting because we're always planning where we want to go next. There's just always something to talk about. It's just always there. It's such a big part. And I mean, it's endless. Mm -hmm. So it's not a conversation that'll ever end. The planning is always there. The discussions, the learning about a new place, it's always there. Because we're so open to so many, we're, we do luxury travel, we do everything. It keeps it more interesting, I think. It, we don't just do cruises. We've only ever been on six cruises in our lives. Okay. Because that kind of gets to be the same thing. Or It's not just all-inclusives to the Caribbean or, or Mexico. We do everything. And we need to get out of this habit. We keep going back to the same places oh <laughs> because we feel like we weren't there long enough or we didn't see all of this or didn't see all of that we do return to the same places a lot of times like Paris mm -hmm. I feel like you could be there a year and still do everything that it has to offer but we also try to incorporate different things even when we go back to the same places and I think it strengthens our relationship in that we continue to discover new things about each other and new places and new experiences to share just like this most recent trip we had planned to Paris originally in most of the planning we were going to be there for 10 days and nights i think and for part of the time we were looking at or exploring a couple side trips either to the south of france to the provence area or into brussels to bruges and belgium and in places like that so we're constantly looking to see what else we can do does it make sense does it make sense to take a half a day to take the train to get there is that going to be worth it and then just bouncing ideas off of each other so i think that contributes to us continuing to enhance our relationship and value each other's opinions because you have to take all kind of factors into place when you're thinking because about we do have different interests in these cities yeah there's just so much to see and so much to do yeah so much so you guys are going to be busy for a very long time yes we Forever. hope so <laughs> how many trips do you typically take a year within the states or out of the states it really depends on how far we have to travel. There was one year, I think in 2016, before we moved to Florida, I took a trip every month. Wow. But then when we moved to Florida, of course, you know, house shopping and stuff like that. It just, we really just go with the flow and what we have to work with. So like every January, typically we go to Vegas because Corey has a work meeting there. We usually do another trip in the spring and then we'll do a big trip in the summer. But this year we had Paris planned for 10 days. And then right now on the table is still Copenhagen in August. So we'll see how that works out. And then there will probably be a fall trip as well. But it just really depends on, I mean, we live in Florida, so we can go down to the Keys anytime or go over to the West Coast, or we can go up to Disney World or Universal. It just really depends on how far away we want to go at the time. What else we have going on in our lives as well as, like I said, what kind of deal or opportunity there is out there um, also kind of dictates it as well. And if work's going to send me to a particular location, then probably going to extend there and stay for a few days after the fact or a week before with Copenhagen. We're planning to go a week before and explore Germany or some other places in the region. 
before the work meeting. So it just depends on what circumstances life gives us. And then we take those circumstances and see how we can create some travel opportunities around. Yeah. Wow, that's great. So what is next for you guys? What's next for Get Out and Travel? We do actually, everything kind of can be a blessing and a curse. So with working from home and then having us take care of projects around the house on the weekends, trying to catch up some on the blog, on the website, as far as posting some additional locations and travel that we've done and updating the pictures on Twitter and catching up there on my end on the weekends. Right now, probably Germany, Copenhagen is still in the works for late July, early August. We'll see how things go with that. And if that, for whatever reason, gets canceled or pushed back, then we'll start looking at what we can do in the fall or early winter. Well, for me, my goal with the blog is to, because we've just been writing about places that we've been. We haven't even started writing about tips and recommendations. Mm -hmm. and. So I just want to take um, the blog in a new direction and just make it more user friendly instead of just writing about the places we've been. But, you know, we have to start somewhere. So <laughs> we wanted to get a lot of our locations in that we've traveled to, but I need to make it more of a site where people can go to get advice and, and have their questions answered about travel. about travel. And we have an Amazon page that I want to start linking into where we got our recommendations on things to buy and stock up for, for travel and things like that. So just really make it more all encompassing and more about being useful to someone looking to do a trip. Yeah, that's great. And how do you market your blog? It's mainly been through Instagram. Wow. Well, that's amazing. I could talk about travel all day long. I mean, it's our passion. It's what we do. It's, it's my biggest hobby. I could go on for days and days talking about <laughs> it, planning a trip. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to see? And it's just what we love to do. Yeah, well, that's amazing. <laughs> well, I really I just love looking at your guys' Instagram and everything. And it's so fun. Just you guys taking everyone along on your trips and your beautiful pictures. So it's really, really cool that you guys are just living this exciting, fulfilling life together. It's, it's Aww, really thank you so much. Just goals, you know? Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. It was so great talking to you. So great talking with you too. Thank you so much, Karen and Corey, for joining me today. What a great interview. They are just couple goals, aren't they? These two people have been traveling the world together for like 16 years. That is just incredible me. I travel with Mark. He's usually the person I travel with and it's not always smooth sailing. I have to say I'm not the most easygoing person in the world. It takes a lot of commitment and compromise to be able to travel the world together and they've been doing it for nearly two decades. That is just so crazy. That is really, really cool. Very inspiring. Thank you so much, Karen and Corey, for joining me today. That was such a great and fun interview. I'm going to put all their stuff in the show notes, so make sure you go and check out their website and Instagram account and everything. Really, really cool pictures and so fun to hear about their trips. Don't forget to follow me at According to Des on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast and check out my website. I have all sorts of fun, great things on there about my travels as well. And join my Facebook group, facebook.com backslash groups backslash according to Des and it's a very fun supportive encouraging community where people share their hobbies and their passions and their goals and just what they're up to. So much fun so I would definitely like to see you there. Thank you for listening today and feel free to share the episode. And if you have anybody that you would like me to interview or you would like to be interviewed about something that you're doing, let me know. You can message me on any of my accounts and I will get back to you. I'm usually on every day. Okay, until next time.